listeners welcome to 10x growth podcast this is your host preeti padmanabhan technology executive investor and board member this is a special guest episode hosted by madhavi ravanan welcome madhavi thank you for hosting this episode thank you thanks preeti what can be a revolutionary approach to your success let's figure out answers from adam grant's book and ajay goel's experiences i am madhvi ravanan a service delivery head at nokia and i have with me ajay goel who is vice president of engineering at uh, altran welcome ajay thanks much for taking time <clears throat> for this conversation uh, thanks madhvi and grow 10x podcast uh, for giving me this wonderful opportunity to share and discuss leadership insight from the best book i read in 2020 pleasure to be here Thanks, Ajay. So we'll discuss the book "Give and Take" by Adam Grant. Adam is an organizational psychologist. He has written this book based on numerous studies done on people working across multiple different organizations, across different cultures, and across several sectors. So his core message is: you know, at the workplace, we tend to adopt one of three different reciprocity styles. We are either givers, takers, or matchers. and then he goes on to show that our reciprocity style is in a way indicative of how we may fare in our professional lives and in addition the most important aspect that he brings out is key leadership skills be it uh, negotiation networking communication collaboration influencing others or talent development all of these have the giving tendency in common so that being a brief gist of the book we'll talk to ajay and understand what his insights and experiences have been on the messages that adam shares through this book yeah ajay back to you so can you tell us about these three different reciprocity styles what really are givers takers and matchers and i know it's a pretty simple question maybe you can go on and tell us if uh, we as individuals stick to a single style throughout our professional lives or is it that we transition from one style into another at different situations or do we evolve from one style into another over a period of time what really happens i mean what have you seen you can share uh, you know what you have seen in yourself and maybe in the people around you uh, right madhvi uh, well uh, the best part of the book is it's lot of research led now through the series of studies uh, social scientists discovered that people differ a lot in their preference for reciprocity that is their desired mix of giving and taking now simply speaking givers prefer to give more than they get and are other focused uh, now paying more attention to what other people need from them whereas takers on the other hand tend to be self focused constantly evaluating what other people can offer them see it's important to know that these preferences are not about money givers and takers are not distinguished by how much they donate to charity etc rather it's about uh, how they differ in their attitudes and action towards other people takers like to get more than they give putting their own interest ahead of others needs uh, if you are a taker you help others strategically when the benefits to you outweigh the personal costs but if you are a giver at times you might not even think about the personal cost at all helping others without expecting anything in return it's often said 
the true measure of a man is how he treats someone who can do him absolutely no good this is where givers fits in well according to research most people act like givers in close relationship interestingly uh, in marriages and friendships we contribute whenever we can without keeping score but in the workplace give and take becomes much more complicated and that's where a third style uh, comes in which is matches which is like an equal balance of giving and taking so i'll give you something but i expect something in return now giving taking and matching are three fundamental styles of social interaction as you talked about madhvi but the lines between them are not very hard and fast with obviously some overlap i would say but evidence shows that at work the vast majority of people develop a primary style and that's how they approach most of the people most of the time now i will end this question by this very interesting passage adam talks about in the book you know sometimes we associate the giver label for larger than life heroes such as mahatma gandhi or mother teresa but being a giver doesn't require extraordinary acts of sacrifice what needs is a focus on acting in the interest of others to me it's as simple as that madhvi okay thanks ajay i think it's pretty interesting it's nice to hear about givers actually you said that you know givers tend to give more than what they get or they they, they don't even think about what they would ever get in return so that said ajay now i'm curious about what happens to givers in their professional lives when when you are giving away without ever thinking about uh would you be getting anything in, in return what happens to your uh, uh professional journey you know do they end up being successful or do they run into challenges what happens uh, a great question i would say because if you look at the basic definition of giving whereby you help others at your own effort and cost would lead many to believe that this would impact their own performance in fact this is what may be restrict people to not act as like a givers now as per adam and research conducted by him unfortunately this is true he found givers at the bottom of the performance scale but then it's not all that bad uh, his research also find that givers are at the top of performance pyramid too so some givers burn out but the rest achieve extraordinary results across a wide range of industries i've seen Uh, however i have a slightly different view here than adam based on my experience working with huge number of people across organizations and across different levels not necessarily you may come at the bottom of performance scale since you are helping others there could be other reasons associated with it where i completely agree with adam is that when you are a giver it does boost your performance and takes you right at the top so how does it happen i have seen the act of giving uh, it generates a lot of positive energy uh, there is a huge learning you build a great network which always supports you and most importantly you are happy internally and i call it guilt free happiness and motivation thereby raising the performance level now in short term givers may look to be a loser but then when one stretches the time horizon one gets an entirely different view takes time for givers to build goodwill and trust but eventually uh, they establish reputation and relationship that enhance their success now just to summarize overall there are two aspects 
self interest and others interest and as bill gates said there are two great forces of human nature one is a self interest and caring for others and people are most successful when they are driven by a hybrid engine of the two that's what successful givers are madhvi thank you ajay fantastic i like the fact that you mentioned about hybrid engine of the uh, two right now let's go over to the uh, key leadership skills that uh, adam mentions in the book ajay let's start with networking i know for a fact that you enjoy a vast and deep network uh, can you uh, tell us how do you go about building your network and most importantly how do you tap into or how do you leverage your network to help others who may be in need at different junctures in their professional lives uh, ajay yeah madhvi yeah. so networking to me is a very critical aspect at the leadership level and i've seen it across years uh, now there are multiple ways to build your network uh, one uh, keep to constantly talk and engage uh, not just within the organization but outside too uh, within organization talk to your peers across functions senior leaders and so on right second is get associated with and contribute to lot of bodies like nascom ieee uh, european business group academia through this one gets in touch with a huge number of thought leaders and i've seen they are doing amazing work there's a lot of learning and and third is which is most important is for me uh, when i do all this this helps me stay informed learn learn and benchmark against the best i would say see sometime it's like a frog in a well now how do you get exposed to river to see basically constantly enlarging your canvas and that's what networking does to you additionally uh, i make sure to um, engage with the network continuously so it can't be a one off efforts it has to be constant investment of time i would say now network building is always two ways you help others and you seek help uh, i remember one of my colleague when she moved to another organization i could connect few persons there which gave her a comfort feeling in a new place and there are many such examples fantastic ajay that is really great i'm sure uh, you are helping in ways more than that you listed thanks for your effort and i am personally amazed at the way you spend time in keeping your network active and live let's get to the next leadership skill ajay i think a, a key leadership trait is about our ability to influence others and one point that adam makes in the book is he uses this style that he calls as powerless communication style and he says it helped in influencing an audience now i know in your own role you day to day you will be in situations where you will have to influence different kind of audience you know sometimes you may need to influence your own team at times it could be your peers at times it could be you know uh, your customers and other stakeholders across the uh, industry so what kind of styles you adopt at what situations and what have you seen particularly working in your experience when it comes to having to influence people can you educate us sir all right sure so this was interesting read you know sometimes in your day to day working in an organization you may be unconsciously following certain style uh, but when you read through the book it kinds of give a structure to that style i would say now 
if you read about powerless communication so how it helps uh, right i i guess it's more to do with modesty uh, simplicity uh, at times show your vulnerabilities when you communicate this way you demonstrate empathy and more importantly connect with an individual or a group however it's not one or the other that is a powerful or a powerless communication i would say it's a right mix of the two just to illustrate it further uh, to make a connect powerless is better because then you enhances approachability and for governance at times powerful works better because it's all about accountability you are accountable to numbers and lot of other things at a leadership level so this way you demonstrate empathy and connect within uh, individual or group to a larger extent now at uh, leadership level you have to change styles and it is highly contextual if you observe cricket madhvi dhoni and kohli have different styles and each have done great thing for indian cricket i would say uh, for me i have seen it tilt towards powerful personally though i should revert to my natural style more i feel so and uh, i personally feel powerless communication is long lasting it helps build relationship and achieves better results thank you ajay that was very nice you differentiated between how to make a connect and connect is always via powerless communication and governance is always or mostly through powerful style so that makes i'll remember that hopefully i get to put it into practice thanks ajay now let's get to the most interesting topic uh, that i have in today's conversation it's about talent identification and development adam refers to multiple studies and then he brings out this point that uh, you know when teachers are uh, kind loving and uh, uh, believe in their students the students bloom of course this doesn't work uh, the same way on every student but then when a teacher makes his or her uh, material interesting more number of students tend to get more motivated and start working harder and he says the same phenomenon plays out in other areas as well uh, be it let's say world class tennis players musicians academicians mathematicians or scientists of great acclaim he says most of them if you go back on their history they were rarely superior you know they they were mostly pretty average but what all of them had in common was a a leader mentor or a coach who strongly believed in them and set their aspirations very high this kind of inspired them to go and you know put in that uh, uh, 10000 hours of deliberate practice needed to achieve mastery so this is his finding now while this is so i would like to hear from you what you have seen play out in business like in your own team i'm sure you would uh, you know bring in fresh talent en masse into the unit so have you really seen that inspiring leaders are able to generate more stars out of ordinary engineers what is your observation on this uh, ajay yeah this was uh, another brilliant piece in the book i read uh, and i've read a lot of other literatures where it kind of resonates with this basic thought so absolutely i have seen this at the business setting too i would say you know i always say a, a young person's first manager is extremely important and helps create uh, the right interest and energy uh, which typically uh, precedes the enhancement of talent so what it means is 
a young engineer when he joins he's burning with a lot of energy so if there is a supervisor or a manager who can uh, motivate that individual uh, i'm sure he or she will uh, do wonderful uh, results and if you if you just observe uh, what we discussed so far uh, this is what a typical giver manager is uh, he's caring kind patient and uh, investing a lot of time with young people now how it helps actually right when you do all this this sparks a lot of interest makes work enjoyable and most importantly motivates people to learn and deliver well so the key is that it motivates people to learn put in a lot of extra effort and then deliver now such inspiring leaders they bring out the best in people moving them up the performance value chain in fact such leaders resist the temptation to search for talent first so they are not judgmental they believe that everyone can perform at a high level so they don't search for talent first by understanding and recognizing that anyone can be best performer so they focus their attention to motivation and this is what books talks about and i've seen it in organization it works brilliantly well madhvi great ajay in fact you touched upon two points that i wanted to ask you as a follow up question you mentioned giving managers invest a lot of time in their people and they also don't necessarily search for talent because their belief is that they will be able to develop their people now uh, let's extrapolate this to uh, your own hires let's say in the leadership team if you were to bring in somebody into your own leadership team what kind of uh, skills do you really look for you know let's keep aside technical skills and job specific skills or let's talk about leadership skills what kind of combination of skills do you essentially look for in uh, people and let's say you have brought in you know uh, you've hired uh, talent into your team then what is your approach to people development how much of your time you spend what share of your time goes into developing people and what worked for you Can you throw some light right that's a simple one madhvi <clears throat> so uh, in terms of leadership skills in my hires what i look at is uh, one uh, analytical skills or a problem solving mindset an individual has two uh, thinking different and most importantly learnability question because you don't know everything but are you able to learn are you able to analyze uh, are you able to think differently third ability to work with others we call it collaboration now how do they engage with people how do they motivate people fourth is risk taking appetite and finally it's all about humility now in terms of how i develop them once they join my group first and foremost is set the right expectation in fact uh, i would say have high expectation now for me uh, this forms the base uh, again a lot of research shows higher the expectation you have from people more often than not people will exceed that expectation so constantly raise the bar in terms of what you ex- expect from them second is uh, provide them all the independence and support uh, create right structure around them uh, establish them well in the group so someone is coming from outside people would always look at what he or she can deliver so how do you establish him in front of his team and finally uh, what i do is provide all the challenges put them in different roles stretch them motivate them expose them to a larger world which not only excites them uh, but uh, possibly raises their performance and the aspiration level too 
basically you prep them so that a great leader is always ready for any surprises while working in an organization i personally spend a lot of time uh, working with my um, leadership level to guide them to groom them to keep them in front uh, and so on because that is what in my view one of the critical aspects of all leadership madhi fantastic ajay so i made some notes so it starts with high expectation setting then raising the bar then supporting them offering them challenges giving them different roles so preparing them and making that is the path to making them great leaders fantastic thanks for that uh, insight ajay now next is i think i would say the highlight of the conversation itself let's say you have brought in such a candidate you have developed the person you have groomed you spent a lot of time and the person has grown to hold key responsibilities in your unit and things like that and let's also assume this person has spent considerable amount of time in his or her role now are you really comfortable with promoting such a person into roles outside of your team do you do that and when you do that uh, you know does it pay you off in any way i'm sure may not be in the near term but in the longer run does it pay you off can you share your experiences sujay right uh, so that's a difficult one madhvi uh, yes i worked with a lot of brilliant leaders and team members Uh, who have done excellently well and i have enabled their movement to different functions and roles within the organizations and outside uh, a lot of them have moved to business larger engineering roles hr sales and some of them have initiated their own startups when taking a call on such moments uh, we have to look away uh, from the narrow mindset of my team and i i have looked at how it helps the individual grow further and how that decision is aligned with aspirations ahead now it's difficult at times right but but this is what is the best to do for that individual now when you talked about uh, the payoff now and longer run so i would say you used one right word and one wrong word first the right word uh, which is long run right uh, now being a giver is not good for a 100 meter dash but it's a valuable in a marathon in the long run uh, one i've seen relationship building which is built on trust and understanding two uh, uh, which is very important is many of these leaders have come back and joined me uh, with more wider experience thereby enhancing the value and now coming to the wrong word uh, which is payoff uh, i personally feel it's not about payoff it's about what is best for that individual one has to be guided with that principle and then the right decisions will follow fantastic so i'll withdraw using the word payoff with you then you you use this <laughs> word <laughs> you know it it benefits in in a marathonic run right so let me connect that to the next question i have for you you know you've had a three decade long marathonic career thus far a successful one i would say so i'm sure in your own this professional journey you would have had the privilege of uh, rubbing shoulders with uh, uh, several givers can you tell us about some of them in what ways they gave and you know how did it influence you oh, right right so i've been lucky to have so many wonderful givers around me in each phase of my life and career uh, their presence uh, has been a huge influence on me above above all what i learnt is and i'll summarize in a sentence is in the leadership making process a person turns into a good human being first and then a good leader later on i mean i mean this is what summarizes in terms of what i have learnt from all the givers around me great good person first and then he goes on to become a good leader uh, finds good human being first oh good human good being. human okay. being first okay yeah. great 
fantastic ajay so i think those were all the questions that i had would you like to share any closing remarks on this uh, whole topic of our conversation ajay uh, yes yeah, sure madhvi uh, what i would say is givers they create a culture which leads to efficient problem solving effective collaboration and innovation when givers succeed it spreads in cascades creating a ripple effect enhancing success of people around them i would say givers are highly infectious in an organization but when taker wins there is possibly someone who loses so in fact organization should nurture givers and should have strong interest in fostering giving behavior companies which do that succeed like anything madhvi fantastic ajay so it's uh, infectious givers are the infectious population i would i'm i'm pretty sure that people listening to this podcast will pick up the motivation one to read the book two to develop the giving tendency i would say you know for they will further the giving tendency possibly thanks for your time ajay fantastic conversation thanks for making this time and maybe to summarize the response to that opening question i raised what can be a revolutionary approach to your success so in listening to you and having read the book as well i would say perhaps each of us have to further our giving tendency and we need to be smart at that and then we can hope for getting on the path for success in our professional lives thanks so much ajay fantastic talking to you thank you madhvi 